podcasting from inside the stash. I'm Jenny. I'm Nicole. And this is Stash and Burn. Hello. Hello. Oh my goodness. I bet people just thought we were never coming back. <laughs> I know. Sorry. There's this thread going in the Ravelry boards about listening to our old episodes, uh-huh. uh, which is pretty funny just because people point out some of the funny lines like one of us has said at one point that cat totally needs a bonnet (laughs) i'm sure we're talking about one of your cats (laughs) which is just the idea of one of those cats with a bonnet (laughs) i couldn't even get gus to keep a sweater on for like (laughs) five minutes yeah that darn cat doesn't he know that all cats wear sweaters (laughs) how are you denny i'm good how are you? I am good. It is uh, single skein September. Yes. And some people are single skeining it, most notably Jessica Rose of the <laughs> Double Knit Podcast, who's knit like... A million t- hats. Yeah, a bunch of things. She was sick last week, so she posted all these She things that she knit while she was sick, but even before that. Um, I feel like I've lost the joy of knitting hats, because I never wear them. Oh. And then, I don't know... I don't see people wearing knitted hats very much, so it just doesn't. And then I think, why? What's the why? point? What's, What's the, the point, point of it? <laughs> What's the point of it all? Um, so I have not necessarily been working on single skein September. I've been sort of just plugging along on these things that I've been working on for a long time. And I, at the beginning of September, finally finished the shawl. I think I was working on last time we recorded, which was is. The Astrope shawl by uh, Rosemary Hill, mm-hmm. and I was knitting it in Reliquary 2, a uh, verb for keeping warm in, I think, Hyacinth, mm-hmm. and it was, that was a long knit, because I decided to knit the large. Did you take a picture? I haven't even blocked it yet. Oh, okay. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see when I block it. That is something I need to, to set aside the time to do, um, because I think it'll look great, mm-hmm. and it will... Um, yeah, I think it'll grow a lot. Uh, it it was a difficult pattern. I think that it was worth it, but it was really hard for me because at the end there were hundreds of stitches. Mm-hmm. Not there was no for me that the pattern rows were not easily memorizable, mm-hmm. and they changed every row. And the, so you would sometimes do, I can't remember what the repeats are, but say it was a 12-row repeat, but you would just do it once. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like you got into this rhythm. Right. You were doing things very uniquely. And so it it was a lot of work. Um, those pearl rest rows, though, I really appreciated that. <laughs> the problem was when you do that many um, stitches, when you do the large, I think at the end you end up with over 500 stitches, mm-hmm. that when you mess up, you mm-hmm. really, it, like, it takes a long time to sit there and figure out where your mistake is. Oh, my God. Um, although often... Is it noticeable, like, the mistake? Well, it would be because there is this, like, center decrease and there are these knit three togethers that make this this part of the design mm-hmm. that you would notice if that's where the mistake was. Right. If it's a random yarn over, you can make up for that. Right. But if the mistake was around that three stitch decrease that was making part of the design, it was kind of a bummer. Um, but usually, I mean, it, it increased my ability to kind of fake it and fix things on the fly without having to tink back yeah. hundred stitches. That's not an option. It's really not an option, no. <laughs> and then it, I did something I'd never done before, which is the crocheted Pico bind-off. So good. it was good. Like I thought it would take a long time because for every you know, three stitches you're binding off, you're doing a chain of you know six or nine. Um, but it really, it, it, I don't think it took really any more time than a regular bind-off. I started it. And it takes a lot of yarn, right? It does take a lot of yarn. And uh, Reliquary 2, I believe, is like 875 yards. And I only used 70% of the skein. I still had 30 grams at the end. So... What are you going to do with that? I don't know. Laura Nelkin. Oh, yeah, I can Laura Nelkin. But that's a lot of Laura Nelkin yeah, jewelry. Yeah, yeah. 
out of 30, so like 30 yards <laughs> no it's not 30 yards it's 30 grams which is a third of a skein so it's like 200 yards yeah and I'm a little right now I have another I, I just need a break from that color it's a lovely lavender but um, I'm not going to be knitting anything lavender I think you can make I don't know what I'll do with that who knows it's a great yarn and no knots. I found no knots in it. I did. I did. It did not break. I had to break it. Then I had to. Let's see. Do you ever do that have That thing happen where you're knitting along, especially with a really lightweight yarn, and it gets this knot in it just from your knitting it? Yeah. And then you can sometimes pull on the other side and it just pops out. Right. Yeah. That didn't work. This, no. I did it three times all in the same row. So I did a spit splice and got it back together. But it was weird. It was like I was just having a bad row where that kept happening and I kept breaking the yarn. It sucked. Um, but I finished. The, I did the crochet bind off in the car. Um, we were going up to see my dad. Um, we had kind of a, like a two and a half hour car ride. And I thought, oh, I'm not going to finish this until, you know, that night. But I finished in the car. So crochet bind off. Um, it's a nice way to go, I think. Um, I would like to try some other ones. And it made me think about doing uh, beads with crochet. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, if this isn't that hard, then maybe putting in crocheting in beads isn't that hard, even though conceptually I can't figure out what that really means. I have those really tiny crochet hooks if you want to borrow one. Okay. Yeah. So that's the really the only thing that I've totally finished in the last couple of months. Have you finished anything? Do you even have to ask that question, Nicole? Did you? Okay. <laughs> Next I question. Not finish anything. Did you cast on a bunch of stuff? Because you said, okay, you're, you're knitting something newish. I am. And you said it made you abandon everything else. So what did you abandon before you get to what you're actually knitting? I don't even want to say because I've talked about these projects okay, on, right. so many times on this podcast. Okay. Like, needless to say, things I... Have, that have been like dogging me for like the last year. Uh huh. I have set aside. So I'm going to ask a funny question because I listened to a couple of all oh, funny question, <laughs> embarrassing question. Uh -huh. I'm going to embarrass you. I listened to the, the t a few old episodes, and in them, we talked much about my dad's sweater, which is you know finally done. In fact, in one of the episodes, I confessed that I had actually hadn't finished it, and I just hadn't talked about it mm -hmm. because it hadn't had a zipper in it. For even though I'd kind of technically finished it six months before. Aww. Also, in these episodes, we talk about the born sweater. Oh, that born sweater! I I took the bin that the born sweater lives in now mm. out of my office, and I thought, if it's, Aww. <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> Uh, the Born Sweater is now knit in the round up to the armpits. Oh, wow. And so now I just have to do the fronts and the backs and then the drop shoulder sleeves. So you're going to knit the sleeves from the top down? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, because I'm lazy like that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was just wondering if it was something where you were going to do the sleeves and then knit the whole, the body and the sleeves together. Okay. No, because it's, it's a drop shouldered sweater. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah, we can do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so you've abandoned all of those projects, and you are knitting something new. Yeah, I am knitting the Pimlico Shrug mm -hmm. in some really old Cascade 220 Heathers. And the Pimlico Shrug, is that an interweave pattern? No, it's in the Knit Two Together, Tracy Ullman, Mel um, oh. Clark book. Hmm. Oh, which makes sense, it's because... The, with, uh, like, the big eyelets. It's like a big blanket-like thing with sleeves. Tracy Ullman talks about how she picked up uh, knitting again when she was making a movie in Baltimore, and Pimlico is something I remember from The Wire. That's all I know. <laughs> um, I want to see what the finished one is supposed to look like. So what, um, what inspired you? Uh, I think it was a gap in my wardrobe. Like, I just felt like I have all these, like, weird tops with big full sleeves mm -hmm. and it's the kind of um oh okay it's like normal cardigans don't fit over the sleeves right mm -hmm. and so i'm like well if i got one of these if i made one of these giant balloon like things then i could wear that over these tops oh yeah it's cute it's got a big shawl collar it also looks sort of like the blankety it's the wearable blanket in yep. some ways. Yep. Um, at least the wearable blanket for our climate. 
perhaps not for everyone's. Right. Um, nice and a nice stash buster. Like the smallest size says fourteen hundred yard over almost fifteen hundred yards. Yeah, I have to admit this rectangular piece until it's like three feet long, basically thirty four inches, mm-hmm. and um, I maybe like, like at one and a half. Yes, I'd say you're about one and a half. Yeah. So, it's 34 inches is long. <laughs> it's it's very long. But it's an easy to memorize pattern. Yeah. It has like a bound off eyelet. Mm-hmm. Um, so you see where it is and you just, and then you just cast on those stitches every, when you get to them. Yeah. It, like you bind off and then the next row you like make one on either side of the eyelet. Mm-hmm. And then... Throughout all these things, you're yarn overing in the hole, and mm-hmm. then you drop the unnerves and knit them all together okay. to make the triangular shaped eyelid. I see. Yeah. Nice. I am working on the different lines shawl. I had to remember which Vera Valmaki pattern it, it was. And I started this way back in June, at the mm-hmm. end of June. And I abandoned it for the shawl, the Astrope shawl. And then when I, I think I would pick it up once in a while when I needed something that I didn't I have to think those about. Colors, it's like this, like bluish gray, mm-hmm. and like a bitterroot kind yeah, of orangey red. Yeah, yeah. That uh, these are uh, this is Plucky Knitter MCN fingering, Primo fingering, and it is these are two one skein wonders that I got at Sock Summit when we went. Summer of was that last summer? Was it? Yes, that was yeah. summer of of eleven. So um, I see that's good. You're knitting that yarn within a year of you buying it. <laughs> it um, it's nice. It's it's because it's two colors, and I think I didn't think I would use all of the gray. So the gray blue is the sort of main color. So the one that you that makes up the points on the edges, mm-hmm. and then the orange is in the center part. And I used really almost all of the orange. So instead of knitting it to pattern, my last orange stripe is actually a little, it it theoretically I think should be wider than the second to last one, but I just knit until I almost ran out of orange yarn. Mm -hmm. And then I just stopped and then I started with the gray. And um, now the gray, I thought, oh, I'm not gonna use all of this, I'll have some left over. But I have about, I still have about 10, I think at least 10 rows to knit to get to six inches of this. And so I think I might end up using all of the gray too. So it's a great stash buster. Oh, you are definitely going to use all that gray. Yeah, I think I might, if I don't... It might be a nail biter. It might be a nail biter slash... I don't, end early. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. or it's just going to end. Yeah. yeah. Whichever comes for six inches or I run out of yarn. Yeah. So the good thing about garter stitch is that I know it will grow. Right. And I get a lot of attention. And it's big now. It's, it's beautiful. Big, yeah. And I get... Um, some woman just started chewing my ear off on Bart about it. What did she say? Which, first of all, it's funny. As a long-time knitter, I don't think anything about knitting without looking. Mm-hmm. But it really trips people out when you knit in public and you don't look at what you're knitting. <laughs> it, they, I, I was knitting in line at the farmer's market uh-huh. on Sunday, and everybody who walked by was like, oh, you're not even looking. And I, I want to say... You don't know how easy what I'm doing is. Right. <laughs> like, like, do you always look at your food when you eat, or you know, <laughs> you don't have to look at the keyboard when you type. Like, right. that's way more complicated than this. I, you know, if I was, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's just not knowing how to do it. Right. So, um, but the colors are so striking. I, I was calling this my classy giants look. Because you know, it's, oh, not, it's, it's not super as, classy. Yeah, I mean it's not as bright as the giant's orange, and then the gray instead of the uh, black. black. So it's like, you know, the giants are uh, doing well, I guess. You know what's funny is like we were watching the baseball game on Friday, and or I don't know when it was. It was um, and they were playing the Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. and then yeah. Diamondbacks, I guess they have. You know how we have the gigantes. Uh huh. Um, yeah. Uh huh. They had, they were all wearing Los Diamondbacks, <laughs> and I was like, does that even work? <laughs> yeah, there's no word for Diamondback. Yeah, in I, I, yeah. I, oh, we were all funny. puzzled by that. We were that's like, really interesting. That's very odd. 
yeah, I was knitting along, and I thought, oh, and I was while in line. These everybody had Giants gear on, and then uh-huh. I said, oh, are you guys going to the Giants game? And someone derisively said to me, in Arizona. So I'm sorry, I don't know <laughs> their schedule, but people get Giants fever, and there's just yeah. I have to say that <laughs> after all the steroid scandals. You're a little cynical about I it. I am. Whenever anyone does anything amazing, I'm like, they're mm. probably on steroids. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. know. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not a bummer. Um, well, at least we know we're not on steroids because our knitting has been so slow. <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe I should try, start some, some like, short patterns. Like, one skein pattern. I don't know why I didn't even, I think I was just overwhelmed by, like, the amount of UFOs I have at this point. Right. You know, like, I just couldn't think about... Like, last September, I cast on something new every day. That's right. So do you have... I had... I still have uncompleted UFOs from there. Wow. I forgot about that. Um, I mean, I did complete a lot of stuff, but, like... It... it, it that strategy did not work for me. <laughs> I do have a small project cast on right now. Which what is that? They it's very are attractive. These, this is also verb for keeping warm yarn. This is yarn from back. Like when did I buy this? I want to say I bought this from Christine at a show. Hmm. Maybe a stitches long, long ago. I love that. Bef- before she had the current store, mm-hmm. may have been in her studio. Mm-hmm. It may have been at a show. And so I don't even know what this is called. I know that it's a, a silk merino 50-50 blend, and it's like around a DK weight. Um, actually, it looks thicker, but I this is on fives. I had to go down to fives to get kind of a tight gauge. Oh. So these are called the Work Plus Shelter uh, mitts, and I don't think I favorited them. It's a $2 pattern on Ravelry, mm-hmm. and it is by Allison, and I'm going to butcher her last name, um, it starts with a D, and she's a published. Uh, she actually has something in the new knitwear. Is that mm-hmm. what that's called? Knitwear, knit. You know the new the interweave publication. I haven't seen it. It is called. You know what I'm talking about. Um, it is called knit dot wear. Oh. You know that. So I think she has a pattern in that. But let me. These are little mitts, and um, so Work Plus Shelter is a program in India where women do handwork in order to make money. So they make things, and so this pattern she actually made um, for them so that they could knit these and sell them. Um, and they will take on jobs. So, like, if you wanted to have something mass produced, they they do this operation out of the place where I think they live and work. And so, um, these I are actually about the last name. Yes, um, Dequisin. Dequisin, and she's the sweatshop of love. She has lots of neo patterns, which we can talk about in a momento. So, are, is this so? This it's seamed. You see yes. it, right? So it's knit side to side. Mm-hmm. So you knit a flat piece, mm-hmm. and I, if I had been up for it I would have done a provisional cast on right. but I was on the bus and I just figured I'll sew it yeah. so you knit it around to fit around your hand and then mm-hmm. you sew it and you leave an opening for your thumb and it's it's very simple but it's a nice look I think it's mm-hmm. a really different to have the stockinette go side to side mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's a good cause and sh- there are some other patterns that she has um, that are also work shelter related um so you can look at those, and I believe the money that she makes from those goes to the nonprofit as well. Cool. And um, what are some of the other patterns? She actually, the, I know the pattern she has in the new knitwear, but we can we'll talk about that later. Um, so I have a bunch of things tagged in my favorites that I thought were good single skein projects, and I know by the time this gets out. It will probably be the very end of single skein September. But that means you can do one of these projects and still fit something in in single skein September if you have not yet. Just think of it as, you know, Christmas, pre-Christmas. Yes. This is our accessory episode, yeah. so to speak. So um, if you want to look in my favorites, um, I've 
tagged our thing with SSS 2012. So one is the foliage mitts. And let's see, I'm trying to get this bigger. There we go. The foliage mitts, and this is a recently re released pattern. Um, it's $3 on Ravelry by Meg Holler. And these cute short mitts with a nice lace cable pattern on the mm -hmm. front. And it is knit in fingering weight yarn. It's great for the ends if you have a, like, a, it's 130 to 150 yards of fingering weight. So maybe you're the uh, rest of yeah, your Yeah, I could lavender. double up on my lavender. Yeah. And uh, get a pair of those. Um, so out of the accessories that you have knit in the past, what do you wear the most? What do I wear the most? What do you wear the most? What I've been wearing the most most recently is that Karina Spencer cowl. Oh yeah. I want to make one of those. That I can't remember the name of. Gosh, it's terrible. like the one that's like a bandana. Right. I wear that all the time and it's great. Zoo, Zula's Yeah, Zoo, uh, Zuzu's petals. Right. Thank you. Yes. Zuzu's petals. And that I think I believe I knit it out of less than a skein of Malabrigo Rios. So, and that's a $5 download on, um, via Ravelry. It, um, is, yeah, I love that. And it's just perfect for throwing on and, and with anything like, right. like on a day, like today, for instance, I went out and I rode my bike and I put, I didn't wear it, but I put a sweater on, but that would have been a perfect thing. Like it was mm -hmm. still a little cool in the morning. Right. Um, and it's so easy to store. It's not like a big shawl or right. a scarf that you're pulling out of your bag. You right. just throw it in your bag, and it's right. all there. And it doesn't get all jangled up with everything else. Um, I think this hat was really cute, the Catherine hat. That's super cute. And it is also a mixture of cable and lace on a beret. Uh, Dana Berry. It's a $3 download on Ravelry. DK. It looks like it, it takes 300 yards of DK. Hmm. That seems like a lot, right? Uh, cables eat up a lot, and then you're making it slouchy. Mm hmm But, yeah, that does seem like a lot of yarn. Mm. Lots of mitts. Lots of mitts. I have the Winding Way mitts, the Dustland mitts by Stephen West. The Winding Way mitts um, is uh, something published from the Cascade website, so it's a free Ravelry download. The designer Cheryl Breckrich. The Dustland Mitts, I believe this is in West Knits 3, book 3. And there's actually a hat that matches these. It's kind of like Gansey Mitts. Mm -hmm. Aren't those cool? Yeah. And that is knit in, is that Sport Weight? It does say Sport. Yeah. These I thought about knitting, these are the ones I think I thought about knitting for the librarian. How did I tell you about this? I had such a great time going to the library this summer with Adrian, And our children's librarian is Awesome. Shout out to Michelle at Temescal Library in Oakland. You are rocket. She's just so good. And I was like, I've got to make Michelle uh, like a teacher's gift. I uh -huh. feel like she's really like Adrian's first teacher. Right. So I was thinking about making these for her. Um, and maybe some of that um, Temptation yarn that I bought at Stitches. You remember about those three Yeah, skeins? yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Perfect. The straightforward mitt, which is um, got a shorter mitt, a shorter mitt, and it has a diagonal rib, and it's also a free download. And it would be a great match to the Stephen West windshift right. patterns, the cowl and the hat. Um, yeah, lots of these cozy thermal mitts. These I think I would like a lot. I love that thermal pattern. Also a free download on Ravelry knit and worsted weight yarn, about a hundred, hundred and thirty yards. By Karen Everett. I find I don't wear the mitts that much. No, I do. Yeah. I wore my, those cashmere ones from the Lhasa uh -huh. uh, that I made last year. I wore those every day last winter. Um, I'm surprised. Like, I would think because you leave for work so early that it's kind of the perfect thing to throw on. I try to wear... I try not to have too much extra stuff with me at work because our break room is tiny. So and you don't I have like lockers? Like, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> yes. I guess I've watched too many television programs with, and hospitals where everybody has a locker. No. They need yeah. like 80 or 90 lockers. Good point. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I just kind of run in and uh, not wearing much winter wear. Mm-hmm. Well, and do you drive, or does Harold usually drive you? Harold usually drops me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can kind of just run in. Yeah. Um, the bandana cowl, which I know I've talked about, I think that is a really... Uh, and I've knit. It's like the low-key version of, of Zuzu's, Zuzu's petals. petals. Yes, it's so straightforward, and I think it's really good-looking. Every time I see a sample in a yarn store or see a finished one, I just think it's such a great pattern, and what, it's so easy. What weight of yarn is it? Again. They suggest bulky. I knit this in Malabrigo Twist. Ooh, I have a bunch of twist. I should make some. I should make one. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great and a quick pattern. Um, and, and really usable. I think that whoever you gave it to would use it a ton. I think this is a really cute... This is a one-skein sock pattern. Calendula, that is a... Um, like a baby dress, I think it's up. Oh wow, it goes all the way up to size ten from three months to ten years. That's uh, insane. That is insane. But for the three month size, you need less than two hundred yards of fingering <laughs> weight yarn. But it's cute. It has a, a little reverse stockinette part with um, a flower design in it. It reminds me a little bit of Alana Dacos's um, wildflower cardigan. Mm-hmm. And then this color is, of course, this nice. Bright yellow that I like. Um, lots of knit, mitts as you go through. Um, my my favorites you will see. Um, oh, Hunter Hammerson has some cute patterns that I thought would be great. She has a book out called Rabble Rousers. That's mm-hmm. a seven patterns, and it's a couple of hats, a couple of cowls, a couple of mitts. But I really like this one hat in particular, Clamor. It's like a cloche. It's a cloche style hat with, um, with a little um, pearl row ridge. And um, another pattern. I think this is also her pattern. Is it? Am I right in saying that? No. no. Here's another cloche pattern called Nouvelle. Actually, I love this pattern. It's super cute. This is in, it's a worsted weight. The designer is Zandy Peters. And uh, it's a $4 download on Ravelry. That's really cute. I'm curious to see how that is actually knit. I think this is a pattern I will, I will buy. I was actually surprised when I was looking for single skeins mm-hmm. that I didn't have like a lot of full skeins of worsted weight yarn that I could just pop out and start knitting. Mm-hmm. And one skein that I thought I had, I, I was like, where is that one skein of Rocco Pure Merino? Mm-hmm. It was. I was like half knitting another hat with it. <laughs> I, I, in my head, I could totally picture it. And then I was looking and looking, and I see this purple yarn in another hat that's like a color work hat. And I was like, "That <laughs> is the yarn I am looking for." Oh. Um. Let's see. What else I have in here? Oh, some of these are older pets that we maybe talked about. You've made the twisty goo, right? I have. And that is a lace, diagonal, diagonal lace. lace pattern and made out of Malabrigo Rios. Um, and then there were a couple of designers that I wanted to talk about. One is Alexandra Tinsley. And I think she did, does some technical editing, so you might see her name on other things. Mm-hmm. But she has a bunch of great small patterns. Um, tons of hats. Oh, the shoots and also ladders. Look at that with this nice little texture pattern. And um, oh, there's a bandana cowl. This one. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that looks like it's in garter stitch. I it looks like it's knit flat and then seamed. Let's see if we can tell. Bandana rama. Um, possibly it looks like that. Grafted. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's bandana in the front, cowl in the back, so it does make that same shape. Um, and her patterns are largely patterns. Some of them are free. She knits. Um, she has some patterns in knitty, but then she has a bunch of on her from her own design store. But I really liked these. T- to this howl cat which is a cowl and a hat so it's one of those things where you can pull it up and turn it into a hat or pull uh-huh. it down and make it into a cowl and it's double knit 
I think one on the outside, you use a, like a lighter weight yarn on one side and a heavier weight yarn on the other side. Mm-hmm. That is, it's clever, I think really cute. And I really like this hat, Darla, again, another cloche style hat. Um, and this is knit in a DK weight yarn. Really just sweet and simple. I love it. It's got a, a split brim. A split brim so you can pop it up and make it one look. But I love it where she has it in the back and then mm-hmm. has it like over the back of her hair, the split. Um, so she has tons of small pat- uh, patterns for smaller designs. If you were just wanting to browse someone and see see what uh, you know, like the variety of things she has to offer. And another designer who I came across, well, I actually had a pattern. It's Christy Prang, Chrissy Prang, and um, it's called Left, her um, design company is Left Side Knits, and I had purchased her pattern for the Between Pavement and Stars shawl. Right. It's a circular shawl, and um, it's knit a fingering weight yarn, and everybody knits it in, what's that German sock yarn that uh, everyone goes crazy about? Wollmeiser? Yeah, Wollmeiser, but that's a really big skein. Right. It's like 500 yards, and so I'm worried that none of my sock yarn skeins are really big enough to make it, so I've, I've never made it yet. But as it turns out, I was looking to knit something for a coworker who's having a birthday party in a few weeks, and I had pulled out the Stricken Smitten yarn that I bought at uh, Sock Summit, mm-hmm. which is this beautiful... Like, Orange? No, Kelly... No. Gr- it's like a green. It's got a kind of like a Kelly to a teal green. It's gorgeous. I'll just pull it out and show okay. it to you. And then I saw my coworker the day after I pulled it out and wound it into a ball, and I thought, oh, this is not her colors at all. And she was wearing this gorgeous, like, berry-colored sweater that every time she wears it, I think, oh, she should really wear that color more often. And I did not have anything in my stash in that color, so I started shopping people's stashes on Ravelry. So it was like helping them, hurting myself. <laughs> but the first yarn that I have purchased since May... And it was from Chrissy Prang's stash. Mm -hmm. And it was so funny because I saw her name and I was like, I think I, how do I know that name? And so I started browsing through her patterns again. So I'll get back to the yarn in a moment. Um, And I, she has a lot more patterns out than when I first, um, when I first discovered her first pattern or the first pattern that I knew of hers Mm -hmm. she has some great shawls so sort of thinking of accessories Christmas single skein and then heading into Socktober Mm -hmm. we see a lot of really great shawl patterns and this cowl that I really love Dandelion Days and um, it's a lace stitch pattern is really pretty isn't that pretty yeah she sent me this pattern and I'm going to take a look at it but I um, so I can't tell you much more but I definitely want to make it I I think I have some Malabrigo sock in Botticelli red and Mm -hmm. I think that would be really perfect for this Um, but it's an unusual seed stitch lace pattern Mm -hmm. Um, so it looks knitting around I love that, and I. She has a number of cowls. She has this Arcadian tracks, which is knit out of a worsted weight yarn that has kind of a Gansey look to it. it. Looks very cozy. It does look really cozy. Um, again, bunch of shawls. Some really interesting shawls. Um, I love this Everdeen shawl. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, a little lace shawl, but looks like this blown up sort of lace pattern and texture in it. And that is knit in worsted weight yarn. I kind of love that. I like the chosen path mm-hmm. shawl. Some, like she has a couple of shawls that have like banded stitch patterns, mm-hmm. so it's a little bit of a different effect. It is. That's what the between uh, pavement and stars is, mm-hmm. and it has this great sort of. Uh, it looks like sort of arches, mm-hmm. and that. Um, is increased so it has a, this ruffly effect, which is where I think I would possibly run out of yarn. Oh, I like this. This it's only geometry cowl. This is a nice diamond stitch pattern. It's also knit in. This is knit in sport weight yarn. That's something you could adjust to different weights. Oh, and I liked this one too. The follow will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With that Shetland design. 
So she has some really great patterns and ranging in price from about $250 to $5 depending on the pattern, but really would recommend checking out her patterns. And she was able to sell me this gorgeous skein of um, Becoming Art Thea? Thea? How would you say that? T-H-E-I-A. And I don't remember seeing this yard base at... Um, the last I time. saw it. You did? Yeah, you it was it? kind of mixed. It was. I know. Her, was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her stuff is really mixed in. So, this is a fingering weight yarn, the fingering version. I think she has a heavier weight version. Mm-hmm. And it's 75% merino, 15% cashmere, and 10% silk. And um, it's so soft. It's in Drink Me colorway, which is this beautiful wine, wine colored yarn. It's gorgeous. So I've been trying to figure out what to knit with this. Yeah, what are you going to knit with that? Well, now that you ask. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me go to the pattern section here. And I'm going to search. Let's see. I have a little starred comparison thing. So I have, it's down to a few patterns by Judy Marples, one of which I already own, which is the Heart of Wales shawl. Mm -hmm. So when I was going to knit the green shawl, I was going to knit this pattern. Mm -hmm. And it really was a great match of the pattern and the, and the, and the yarn. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a hundred percent sure with this yarn. So the one I like now is this Harmony shawl, which I think is a better match for this yarn. I don't understand why, but it has to do with the color mm. for me. And the Harmony shawl, it's just... It's a kind of a bigger pattern. It's a bigger pattern. It has this... More movement. Move, yeah. And it's it's very interesting. It's very unique. It um, has... How would you describe it? It's a lace like, pattern. Kind of undulating waves mm-hmm. of stitches. Of stockinette and this lace pattern. Yeah. And, um, and I think it's adaptable in a way. It's a $5 download from Ravelry, uh, $5.27 Canadian, or in U.S., $5 Canadian. Um, it is a, easily adjustable. So the yardage is 328, and this is four. I have 400 yards. You can make it bigger. And I think basically the edging is a very simple garter stitch. Right. Two or three, two or four rows on the edge. Mm-hmm. So when I realize I'm running out of yarn, I can just stop me doing repeats so I, I really I think this is the one I'm going to make but while looking at uh, Judy Marples is um, Pearl Bumps is uh, her blog looking at her shawl designs I found another one that I really want to make for myself and it is called Elizabeth Elizabeth where is it where is it, Judy Marples? I know it's in here. Elizabeth R. is what it's called. And I'm oh, just... there it is. There it is. Ah, it's in the same. It's in... She has some things in a similar color. And this is um, knit in just over 400 yards of fingering weight. And just a nice kind of a, blo- again, a blown up lace pattern. Mm-hmm. And it was part of a uh, yarn club, a Shakespearean yarn. So all the... The uh, designs are named after. I like how the central spine has a little bit of stitch pattern. Mm-hmm. It has an eyelet there. in the middle there, yeah. and there's a few. It looks like here, there's that eyelet is repeated here. The throughout. it looks kind of raised, like it looks mm-hmm. textural. So this is down the line. I think for my coworker, I'm going to do the harmony shawl. Uh-huh. Um, so that's kind of where I've been with my knitting. I'm trying to wrap up these uh, different lines. I'm like, like I said, I'm within a few rows, and I have this nice mitt pattern to take along with me. And I need to start this other shawl pattern because the party is on October sixth. But I think <laughs> that it's a small enough shawl that if I start it this weekend, I should be good. Yeah. Woo! Yay! Can you believe it? So, um, you know, the reason, of course, that I haven't, I talked about this last time, the reason I haven't been knitting as much is because I have been sewing like so much. crazy! So much. A lot of sewing. Um, I think before, I think the last time we talked, I probably talked about doing the Cal Patch study, where uh-huh. I've been, I want to do the different designs in her book. So I spent, in August, I, I made the basic A-line skirt, and I made two versions of it. 
and learned a lot. I redrafted the pattern twice, which was really exciting and really empowering. But I haven't done my September project, which is to adapt that. Um, so I'm hoping to be able to do that before the end of this month to stay kind of on track. Oh, yeah. Because so, you've already got the pattern. I have the basic pattern. I just yeah. need to adapt that pattern. Yeah. But I did a lot of sewing um, for... I, Adrian is in preschool, which is crazy. <laughs> and I've been doing some sewing for the preschool. So I did... Like, I spent a good week and a half doing different projects for her. Or I'm making sheets for this, the sleeping mats. And I made this Montessori-style... Uh, placemats where it shows the place setting on it. Mm -hmm. I made a bunch of napkins and I I think that's all I did for that. I think those are the main sewing projects. And then I've been working for myself on the rooibos dress, which is a Colette pattern. And I was a good sewer and knit an acnit. (laughs) Sewed an actual real muslin. That I then fitted and changed and made some adaptations. I think I could make a few more adaptations. Jenny saw the almost finished um, version in the real fabric. Um, so I, in for the muslin, I used some sheet fabric. And I actually could almost wear it. I took it to over for Keeping Warm Sewing Lab and... Um, we fit it. This was in August. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman in there. She's like, oh, that's a cute dress. And I was like, oh, thanks. It's my muslin. <laughs> that I couldn't wear really because the sheet's pretty see-through. I would have to wear some <laughs> serious undergarments to make it wearable. Right. Um, also, um, I ran out of fabric. And so there's an, a different fabric for one of the panels in the back. <laughs> um, so then I... I can't wait till you post about that dress because it turned out so well. Like, it fits her perfectly. And the lining fabric is so adorable. Yeah, I've had it forever. It was a trade I did with somebody who I must have met via Ravelry? Or I wouldn't even say maybe the Nitty Boards. Was this the woman who went to Japan? She was teaching English in Japan. And she came home. She was coming home and she, like, basically stuffed full a um, flat rate priority box of fabrics and they're all these really cute fabrics and this one has all these multi-colored all these differently colored mushrooms right super duper cute and i looked at this scrap it's it's not quite i think it's about a half a yard it was a half a yard i was like what can i make and i really wanted something for myself but knew that i didn't have enough but that's what i used as the contrast fabric and the i made piping and i um, I'm going to make a few fabric color covered buttons. The thing I'm struggling with right now, and I wanted to finish it today, but then I realized I want to wear it on Saturday. This coming Saturday, um, Sarai Mitnick of Colette Patterns is going to be at Everett for Keeping Warm. Mm-hmm. And if you are wearing one of her designs, you get 25% off fabric. Nice. I'm so excited. So <laughs> I, I need Are you planning? I've already planned on <laughs> mine. Like, I'm like, okay, I need... I want to make another rooibos, and uh-huh. um, she has this great cotton linen, and um, the natural colors are really pretty, so I think I'm going to do a natural colored, and then I think I might get a little bit of liberty to be the contrast fabric. And um, then there was this really cute reproduction, looks like a reproduction fabric, that's a moda fabric, that's a lightweight cotton that I might get to try to make a blouse. Mm-hmm. And... There's one more thing. Oh, and then I bought the Colette book. Do you have the Colette handbook? I do. It's cute, and I, I hadn't thought about getting it, but <coughs> it comes with, for $20, you get five patterns, and I feel like at least three of those I would make. Right. And the first pattern is that meringue skirt with mm-hmm. the, the scalloped, the scalloped edge, so I might, I think I'm going to get some, just cute green and nat- green with natural colored polka dots mm-hmm. um, and a linen that I might to make that skirt I think it would be really cute and then Jenny just dropped off uh, <laughs> Jenny's de-stashing to me but I can't really argue these are Brytex fabrics right? I think so oh, yeah. yeah these are like I think Brytex. no I think some one Stone I got at Stone Mountain Daughters that's right yeah I remember that yeah so um, it's like these wools they're gorgeous that have yardage but I, I'm just not gonna Get to it in the I next that year. So you had made a pair of pants out of one. I of did, those, and but not out of one of those. The, the brown one. Oh, okay. That's there's all that fabric left, left over. over. Oh my yeah. gosh. Maybe I can make that skirt. That I wonder how that uh, meringue skirt would be in a wool. 
Right. You know what else I've been thinking about the rooibos dress? So just to describe the rooibos dress, it is a fitted bodice with kind of thick straps, and it has a little tabs down in the front, and that's where you see the contrast fabric. Mm-hmm. And then it has um, a bodice band, mm-hmm. and then this great skirt with these deep pockets. And I was thinking I would actually just make the bottom of that dress as a skirt. Yeah. With those nice pockets. That mm-hmm. would be such a great work skirt. Right. Um, so I should think about that. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, that's like the winter is coming. It's like in uh, Game of Thrones. Winter is coming. I made a joke about that. I was like, <laughs> to my coworker who was making me watch it, I was like, when is winter going to effing come? And she's like, oh, it still hasn't come yet. I'm in book four. And I was like, <laughs> what? So... Uh, no, you're right. So I, I've got to go through my stash. It's so hard to part with parting with such sweet sorrow. I know. I'm not sure that's appropriate here, but I don't know. I'm in a mental place where I want to just chuck everything. Yeah, you were you were at that point, but then yes. you got over it. Well, then I just learned to sew again, which is <laughs> crazy. I I don't know. I'm trying to like narrow down what I spend my time on, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. I took my loom and took it down to my nieces. You did? like, you guys go nuts. Yes. Um, I brought one of the spinning wheel I learned to spin on Mm -hmm. down down there, and I was showing them how to do it. Were they catching on? Yeah, they were so much faster than me. Jenny's nieces are so crafty. It's It's just incredible. I was like... It's like, they're like Little House on the Prairie or something. They are! And, you know, in Los Altos or wherever it is that they live. I know. And and so I'm like showing them how to do it. I'm like, you know, it's frustrating. I could not do this at all. I did it. I tried it and I couldn't get it. And so I just put it away for a month. And then I tried it again. Mm -hmm. And they're like, a month? (laughs) And then... And they are so funny. They're like these twin girls. And one of them's like, okay, I'm going to pedal. And then you just do the drafting. And I'm like, oh, my God. Did it work? So cute. Uh, not not quite. But they were having fun. Yeah, good. And then Alma was like, I want to learn. And so now they're all into it. Um, you said, don't ask me about the fiber club I joined. So I'm going to ask you, <laughs> what fiber club did you join? Well, I was listening to uh, those girls, Brittany and Dana. Yes. Uh huh. And um, and that just and, more one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, Dana was talking about the her. She's in the Be Myself Fiber Club. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she talks about that a lot. And so I was like, huh, this must be really awesome. So I signed myself up on the wait list because I was like, I'm never gonna get to like the actual head of the line here. Right. So I forgot about it. And then I got this email that was like, hey. you're up. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll join. Mm-hmm. And so I did. And I got my first shipments. Gorgeous. So what? what is special? I mean, as someone who is not going to take uh, home spinning, I hope. I really like it. It was very saturated colors. Mm-hmm. So um, what is this? A nice fiber. What is this shipment? This shipment is, um, it's like these really deep, Blue, magenta, orange, like conglomeration of colors, mm-hmm. and I think that you can spin it so that you get long repeats of each color, and then if you Navajo plied it, you'd be able to keep a lot of the striping mm-hmm. intact. So someday, <laughs> I plan to do that. <sighs> yeah. yeah. It's not going anywhere. It, yeah. it won't spoil. Right. <laughs> but you're right. You know, figuring out what you want to spend time on. It's been really interesting going back to sewing because sewing, although it's faster, it's almost harder to get better at than... Here's what I think it is. For what you produce in sewing, you're not going to get as good as if you produced that knitting. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? So, like, to make a whole garment 
knitting, you would probably improve a lot over the course of that because it takes so long. And you, it's just this hand process. With sewing, it goes by so quickly mm -hmm. that it's kind of harder to improve within the course of one object. Right. Um, I did find that I improved like when I was making the placemats because I made six of them. Mm -hmm. So like the first one, I was like, wow, you suck. You're terrible. <laughs> um, but by the time I made the sixth one, I was like, all right, I got the hang of this. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not to say that I don't learn little things. Like in making the robust dress, I made my own bias tape that I turned into my own piping. Like that's crazy. I don't think I did the most awesome job that I could have done. It looks great, though. But it looked fine, yeah. right? You know? Um, and there's some things that, even though I could have found them on the muslin, like the fit of the waist, I probably could bring in a little bit. So, which is what I would do the next time I made it. Like, I kind of fudged it, because who's going to see the side? Like, a couple times when I've been working with Jessie at Verb, she's like, come on. Who's going to see this except for you? Right. Like, Who's going to be bothered by this? And I'm like, well, nobody. Good point. You know, so, and I I think that I passed that in knitting. Not that my knitting is perfect, but I got, I've gotten over things looking right in knitting. Like, it all looks right to me now. Right. And I haven't gotten to that point in sewing, if that right. makes sense. Yeah. You know, so I'm still like, oh, there's this little, this problem. That's so obvious. You know, and if my aunt, my great aunt, who's this amazing seamstress, or my grandmother, who's a perfectionists saw it, they would probably be like, oh, but uh, not me. I'm like, ah, meh. it's under my arm. I gotta, I gotta try to live with it. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to go slow in sewing. It really is. Yeah. I mean, even training myself to baste before really sewing, I, I'm always like, why would I baste if I could just sew? And now I'm, I'm thinking, this is so much faster than knitting already than right. just take the time and baste it. God right, damn it. right. <laughs> Although it still doesn't explain why the invisible zipper looks wrong, but oh well. Try, I'll try that again uh, later I'm going to loan you my foot and uh, hopefully it'll change your life. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's just an equipment malfunction. It is, but I, I mean, it's a user error, but I read tutorials where people did not use the invisible zipper foot mm -hmm. and it was fine. Um, so I'm going to practice. I went and bought a couple of invisible zippers. I'm just going to practice and mm -hmm. see if I can get it, the hang of it and then reinstall. Also, the, that pattern asks you to put to get a 20 or 22-inch zipper. Mm -hmm. And I really think I could do with like half of that. So I went and bought like a 9 or 10-inch invisible zipper, and that's what I'm going to use. So I also wanted to mention that I went into Article Pact this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I looked around and touched lots of stuff, and um, I saw, first of all, I saw Bacchus, Pigeon Roof Studio Bacchus in person, mm -hmm. which I'd never seen. It, maybe I'd seen it at a show. That's but the no. Aaron Waite Merino Silk, right? It's so gorgeous. <laughs> it's so gorgeous. Um, like so gorgeous that I almost, for, with no purpose, bought like $50 worth, of, you know, two skeins of it. Just was like, I have that. Okay, put it down. Put, walk away. Right. But... Uh, it's definitely on the, my to-buy list at some point. Um, but I got to talking to the woman who works there, uh -huh. and her name is Amy Kiefer. And she, we started talking because of um, I was wearing my yellow clogs, uh -huh. which are always a showstopper. Um, and she was wearing this really cool kind of combination scarf, shawl, wrap. Thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I asked her about it, and that she had designed it. And she's actually offered to um, give one away to one of our listeners. Um, so we're going to do a giveaway of Tiger's Eye. It's really gorgeous, and I think that the pictures she has on Ravelry actually don't do it justice. Like seeing it in person, mm -hmm. it was just really, really stunning. So she you, she has it, so you can button it in the front. So it kind of has this. Um, you can button it just once, so it's just a wrap. Mm -hmm. But I think she had it twisted around and buttoned, so it can be kind of a cowl. Uh -huh. But what's really, it's an A-line, and what's really cool about it is it's all in how she uses this diamond texture pattern, uh -huh. where it just progressively, she makes it bigger. So mm -hmm. she does these increases where the diamonds are one size, and then the next repeat, they're, they're wider. wider and wider. Mm -hmm. And that creates this A-line shape that then makes this, piece like more versatile and you can wrap it around a bunch of different ways. I think you could actually even use it kind of as a hood. Huh. 
if you wanted to. And this is knit. She had knit hers out of two skeins of Malabrigo Arroyo. Um, and they all they had left in the store were like three skeins of Malabrigo Arroyo. Um, that's that? a sport weight uh, superwash. I don't think I've seen that. It says technically that it's a superwash. It says that you can get eight stitches in the inch, but she says she got more like six. Mm. So the pattern, the the yardage requirement she has is 700 to 750 because she didn't want people to run short. But mm-hmm. she was able to do it with two skeins of of uh, Arroyo, and Arroyo is 335. So she got out out of 670. Mm-hmm. But she's like she thought it, you know, depending on someone's gauge, you could it would be kind of close. Right. But they did have this beautiful green color, but I, I was so, of course, in love with the color that she had on, which is, I believe, <laughs> glitter is the... Glitter? Is that what she said it was? Which they didn't have. Glitter? Camel? Nope. Glitter? No. What? She said, she talks about it somewhere. I can't remember. It's But it was this beautiful, like, tiger's eye. It's like yellow and brown and darker brown and mm-hmm. a little reddish brown. So, um, anyway... Um, Amy also is the her design is the cover design of Interweave's fall issue. This is her sweater. Huh. This cute um, color work sweater. It's um, on the cover. It's blue and white with a Peter Pan collar. The Downton pullover. The Downton pullover. Oh my god, doesn't that look so much like um, what's the youngest sister? Oh, it's been so long. Edith is this middle sister. Right. Mary is the oldest sister. And, and I can't remember. Oh my god! <laughs> All right. So, but it very much looks yes, uh, very Downton esque. Um. So anyway, thank you, Amy, and um, I'm going to start a thread. Actually, this is going to be a single skein September prize. Um, I think there might be another prize, which is some yarn from my stash and possibly some yarn from Jenny's stash. There might be a lot of yarn from my stash. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, I haven't quite, I, I have a couple sock yarns that I'm ready to pass on to a new owner, but I might pick a couple and let a winner choose between a couple different things. So, um, you guys, I'm going to try to get this episode out. Today is that we're recording is the 18th. I'm going to try to get this episode out in the next couple of days so that you still have like a week to knit something and you could totally do it we named a ton of projects get something in the single skein september you tag it sss 2012 unfortunately somebody else is using that that so you also have to tag it with stash and burn um so and i will somehow find those two tags together even though ravelry does not make that easy i think i can i think i can defeat their (laughs) their search engine i can conquer it so, sorry it's taken us so long. This is literally the first time I've seen Jenny for more than 15 minutes in since the last time we recorded. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just what happens. Yeah. It's what happens. Um, anyway, thanks for hanging on, and keep knitting those single skeins, and we will talk to you soon. Oh my God, it's Kay Sean. And we sound like Gucci, Gucci, Louis.